This is Patrick from WSOU 89.5 FM, The Loudest Rock, here with the legendary Chuck Billy from Testament. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. I have a day off here on our way to Asheville, North Carolina. All right. Fantastic. So thank you for sitting down and doing this. Um, I know that uh, last time we caught up with you, um, DJ Ben interviewed you. So now we have a lot to catch up on. And I know you mentioned how at the time of the interview, you had been home for a while for obvious reasons, but how does it feel to be back on the road now? Well, it's actually feeling more um, normal now. You know, when we first went out in April, the first leg, you know, we'd been home for, man, two years, no shows, just not much communication with anybody. So I was a little hesitant and anxious, but we did that tour. Nobody got sick. We went to Europe for seven weeks. Nobody got sick. And now we just started this leg and we're still running strong. Nobody getting sick. So it feels a little more normal. You know, we do a meet and greet every day and now we're right down shaking hands, taking photos with all the fans. So we're, I think we're back to normal, you know, and I believe maybe the vaccine is helping us all not get sick. Yeah, it's excellent. And I know you said that um, in March at the time of the interview, you said how uh, it felt like touring for a brand new album, because even though the album was released in 2020, you hadn't done any touring because of the pandemic. So it felt like you were touring for a brand new album. Now it's about two and a half years old. How do you feel about the tour now that you've been playing these songs for a few months? Um, it feels great, you know, but I think we're ready to write another record <laughs> where, where it's, you know, it is like we're just starting to tour it, but it does also feel like, wow, it's been a while since we made music. So we've been talking about it after this leg of the tour. Um, we kept our books open till April next year so we can, you know, go back and get to work and start writing some new music. So hopefully we'll have a new record by 2023 sometime. Yeah, that's fantastic. And I know you said back in March that uh, Eric had already um, and sitting on a bunch of riffs, he said he was ready to write another record. Uh, what stage is that in right now? If you can let us know what we can expect. Um, well, our writing process starts when we get off the road. We don't write on the road. So Eric, obviously, he's got a lot of riffs in his head and probably down on his phone or recorded somewhere. So he'll focus once he gets home. You know, we have Dave Lombardo joining us on these tours so we're just in talks with Dave, trying to clear his schedule, make sure he can fit us in to get some writing done, you know, before the holidays, you know, I'm sure Christmas, everybody will take off. And then hopefully right after the first of the year, we really get cracking hard um, while we have the time. Yeah, definitely. And speaking of Dave Lombardo, uh, last time we talked to you, he had uh, pretty much just joined the band. You said you woke up to an email from him that said like Lombardo question mark, which I thought was hilarious and uh now you've been out on the road with Dave for a few months what has it been like touring with him now that you've got a few shows under your belt it's been awesome it's it's like you know getting on and getting right back on that horse because we have a lot of history first of all and when we toured the gathering we didn't get to tour a lot it was kind of cut short kind of like my illness and everything so when we got back together you know we all kind of said mutually hey this feels right this feels like it's the place where to be. 
we all feel like family and it didn't take many shows to really say you know what this feels good we're having a great time and Dave just joined us yesterday was his first show on the second leg because he missed uh, the first um, I believe like eight shows or so six or eight shows because he had some misfit shows and yesterday when he gets there you know he said he was kind of nervous because he's just jumping right in on the tour no rehearsals and he said as soon as I heard that intro tape it was like right back to where I was. It was like a time warp. I felt great, got up there confident, knew the songs, finished the first show in St. Pete. And it was a great show. We came off so fired up in the dressing room. It was like, you know what? I don't know what I was tripping on. I know these songs. It, this feels great. First one's down. Let's go, guys. So it's, it's been good. Nice. That is some legendary stuff. And uh, I'm curious what the set list for this tour it looks like because you have a, a new album even though it came out in 2020 you always talked about kind of finishing the gathering tour with dave uh but obviously you want to play the classics for your fans what kind of songs are you playing what does the set list look like for this tour we definitely changed it from the first leg um the first leg maybe we were being safe and picking songs that were probably easier for dave to pick up because it was like starting from scratch so now that he has those under his belt we really added some songs into the European set. And we added a couple more songs from Europe going into this American set. So it, it's a lot heavier. It's a lot. I mean, we got Death Angel and Exodus opening up for us. So mm -hmm. they're cutting it hard. So we're like, okay, we got to, we got to heavy up the set a little bit. Um, but we are playing a good majority of songs from the gathering and um some other songs that are challenging for Dave, but he's he's stepping up and just killing it. So it, it's, a, it's a really good set. I think the set we have on this leg is it. It's, it's, it's really good. It covers a lot of the history. We play a lot of classics, but it does cover our more current record repertoire from like, say, The Gathering forward. So it's, it's really good. Yeah, of course. And um, Titans of Creation, of course, was released at the beginning of the pandemic, but now that you're playing these songs live two years later, what has it been like to finally share these songs with all your fans in person, live setting? Well, it's totally different because of course, you know, we recorded the record with Gene and Gene played when we first came out and we only played, I believe like two songs before the pandemic hit. And um, with Dave, we're, we threw in two more songs off of the record and Dave just adds a, a different, style him and gene are two different players uh and also just the way their drum tones are dave's a real likes real natural big drum sound where gene had more of um trigger sounds and is just a tighter sound so there's two different styles i think um they're both great but the one right now it's looser but it feels it feels even different. He has another dimension to the song, I guess, another gear, because we're used to the way they were written for the record and recorded and Gene playing them. And now Dave does his Dave to those songs. So it's been cool. Yeah, that was going to be my next question. Did that take some getting used to to Dave's different style for the tour? It sure did. I mean, because we came right in, especially for the sound man, because, of, you know, we've been using the same sound man for years. And, you know, he has a certain technique and style for mixing us and then when dave come in dave's like no i'm not using triggers and i tune my drums a lot deeper i want a really raw real drum sound so 
at first it was challenging for him to really find um, a good blend to make us sound like Testament. And it took a little time. And I think now he's got it down and um, it just sounds powerful because the drums are real and big where jeans had, like I said, the trigger. So it was a lot tighter. Um, so it's, it's just, makes the songs just even heavier i think yeah sounds heavier and you just mentioned how you have a history with dave obviously as a member of the early west coast thrash scene this is the bay area strikes back tour with testament exodus and death angel now dave lombardo joining you guys what does bay area thrash mean to you what is the significance of that because it's a word that's kind of thrown around a lot um well you know we are fortunate to grow up in that. I mean, to think back, what that means is, is like when bands like Exodus first started coming out with records like Bonded by Blood, even before that playing shows in the Bay Area, Metallica coming to town, um, playing a new, new style of music that hit everybody like, wow, this is great. You know, what is it? Because our Bay Area had more of like a punk rock and hair metal kind of, vibe going on in the early 80s so when those bands started playing and the fan base grew really rapidly um you know slayer would come to town you know um there was all kinds of cool stuff going on and i think once metallica really broke ground and took off a lot of bay area bands started sprouting up with this new form of metal thrash metal you know, playing stuff really fast, but having still that melodic edge to it um, with catchy lyrics and, and riffs. And I think the beauty of the Bay Area style thrash is that, man, there had to be a dozen bands popping up, but they all sounded different. They all had their own identity. We didn't copy each other. We kind of took what Metallica stood for, or even like ex early Exodus. It was just the attitude, the aggression. And a lot of bands just kind of started forming that um, into our style. And so when we come with this package, there's over 35 years of, of a sound that started all together. And we've all developed into still playing thrash metal, but developing in our own way over the years, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And it was a very, like you said, all of the bands had a different style, but it was a very close knit scene early on. I know Alex from Testament, he learned from Joe Satriani, who was also a Bay Area guy early on. Testament opened for Slayer and Megadeth. But uh, what were you doing during this time when Thrash was really starting to sprout and grow its roots? Um, well, I was older than the guys. So when I was in bands and taking lessons, I started when I wanted to become a singer back in 19, I believe it was like around 81, 82, I right away started, I went to college and I just was taking private lessons for years trying to, cause I was starting out to be a guitar player. That's what I really wanted to do. And then once I went to a vocalist, I wanted to learn my craft and, and learn how to do it. And so the music I was brought up on was more of like Thin Lizzy, UFO, uh, that kind of old classic rock, early Scorpions. So, my vocal training was more about trying to hold melodies over riffs. Whereas this style of music, when thrash came along, a lot of the vocals were set up on rhythmics 
you know, on, on beats. And so you really stand to the speed and tempo of songs. So when I joined Legacy, which became Testament, I kind of was thrown into a crash course with Eric on how to become a thrash singer. But I combined what I was trained on trying to have melody over music with tempo. So I kind of created my own style with Testament based on what, what I was, you know, taught by my, you know, coaches and stuff. Yeah, that sounds amazing. And you're also on tour right now, like we said, with Exodus and Death Angel. What's special to you about these bands who are from the Bay Area and what's been like touring with them so far? Well, it feels like home, you know, when we're all together, we we know each other. We're There's no attitudes, no trips. Everybody gets along. It's like doing a Bay Area show on the road. Um, so, and, and, you know, like I said, each band has developed over the years, their style and aggression. And to represent what we started and came from to where we are at today is pretty awesome. And like I said, Death Angel and Exodus, you know, they bring it pretty hard, you know, with the opening band. So we can't slack, you know, so it really pushes each band pushes each other just to go for it. Because, you know, when we first started, yeah, there was always friendly competition. But now I don't think that's the case. I think now it's just really driving each other to do the best we can and represent where we came from. Yeah, of course. And you just mentioned how with Exodus and Death Angel, it's like doing a Bay Area show on the road. Uh, but what's what's been special to you on this tour about thrash fans since you just mentioned how the fan base grew early on in the Bay Area. And now you get to see those same fans plus the younger fans now about 40 years later. What's that been like? Well, it's the loyalty, you know, we see um, fans that have aged with us, you know, a lot of gray hair at the show sometimes, but then they bring their children and grandchildren and you see a next generation that's kind of been passed down. And that's what I really love about thrash metal and just metal in general. Fans really support what they love and they like, and they really, you know, because I've heard it from fans who've told me like, Thank you for sticking to what you do, you know, and I think a lot of bands that follow other trends and what's happening, they've kind of are gone, you know, because they don't last. People see right through that. So I think all of these bands have never done that. We've always forged our own path. And I think that's what's kept these fans with us. And it's like I said, it's it's you see, you know, like, like the other night we were in St. Pete and we played a show with the same night with Lamb of God and Killswitch Engage in town. But a lot of fans, we had a packed show, but they're all older generation fans like were listening to us where I'm sure a lot more of a younger new breed of metal fans probably went to that show. So, you know, it was just great to see the loyalty that the fans were still there coming to see a package like this. Yeah, absolutely. And you just said how there's older fans, younger fans. You were also playing same night as Lamb of God and Killswitch. Uh, I'm just curious for you, what has it been like for someone who saw Thrash in its earliest beginnings, see metal kind of evolve into a Lamb of God, Killswitch, metalcore type thing, all the subgenres you could draw a crazy web out of it. What's, in like, what's, it, what's it been like for you to see metal evolve to where it is now? Well, I think it's great. I still think metal, metal is underrated and doesn't get its uh, justice in mainstream 
you know there's a lot of other forms of music that get a lot of support metal still still on their own struggling trying to get heard you know fortunately radio stations like you guys play metal there's not many you know out there i know before the seattle nirvana pearl jam craze hit man there was probably i believe around 170 stations mainstream across the country that would play metal during drive time traffic you know and that was huge for us that was huge for metal man we were just like wow this is great and then overnight it just vanished down to like 20 stations and then of course all the college stations was all we had to support metal so i still think i still think we struggle to be recognized and found out there uh, thank god for the internet that helps bands like metal bands be heard a lot of new metal bands have the opportunity to be heard just because of the internet yeah absolutely and uh it's funny you mentioned uh playing metal during drive time radio when i started out before i was a dj i was a newscaster and when my mom would tune in to hear me do news in the morning she would say wow this is kind of a lot for eight in the morning <laughs> but uh is <laughs> what the metal heads want so uh yeah. and uh it's been like that for 40 years now for you for Thrash, so Chuck, thank you for doing this. Make sure you come out to see WSOU Presents Testament at the Palladium Times Square. Chuck, anything else you want to add? Um, just that it's great to see. Hope everybody comes out. Um, all three bands on this tour are offering a great meet, meet and greet package. So if you want to come down, say hello to any one of the bands, go on everybody's website. You can uh, buy tickets and buy the VIP package and come down and have a good time. All right. So, Chuck, thank you for doing this. Thank you to the Testament fans, WSU listeners. This is Patrick, WSU 89.5. Thanks, Patrick.